This is Danny Gould, and you're listening to PF's Tape Recorder. Hello there, I'm PF, this is my tape recorder. Coming up, it's Jenny Zagrino. I've actually been focusing on writing a lot more. I've been talking a little bit more about more stories about things that have happened. I've been trying to get political, but it just makes me sad. <laughs> it's just like, you know, you, you write one thing and then it changes because um, either you have, a, you know, your president's an idiot, some new, like, allegation comes out. Been a while since we've spoken to Jenny. We'll hear more from her in just a little bit. The song of the week is from LCD Sound System. But first, of course, we have a dumb bit. Don't really have a bit to go with this, but I just wanted to play this for you. Of course, there was the big election down in Alabama. Uh, Roy Moore, uh, alleged child predator. And Don or Doug Jones, uh, Democrat uh, for Senate, uh, the big race down there, of course. And uh, one of uh, more spokesmen turned up on the Jake Tapper show on CNN, and he was a little confused about the qualifications for being sworn into office. Judge Moore has also said uh, that he doesn't think uh, a Muslim member of Congress should be allowed to be in Congress. Why? Uh, under what? But, under what provision? Because of the you have to swear on the Bible. You, when you you when you are before, I had to do it. I'm an elected official, three terms. I had to swear on a Bible. You have to swear on a Bible to be an elected official in the, in the United States of America. He alleges that a Muslim cannot do that ethically, swearing on the Bible. You don't actually have to swear on a Christian Bible. You can swear on anything, really. I don't know if you knew that. You can swear on a Jewish Bible. Oh, no, I swore on, on the can, Bible. I've done can, it three times. I'm sure Jay. you have. I'm sure you've picked a Bible, but the law is not that you have to swear on a Christian Bible. That is not the law. You, you don't know that? All right, Ted Crockett. With I don't more. know. I, I know that uh, Donald Trump did it when he when we made him president. Because he's Christian and he picked it. That's what he wanted to. That's what he wanted to swear in on. Ted Crockett with the Moore campaign. Good luck tonight. Thank you so much for being here. My panel will react when Merry we get Christmas, back. Merry Christmas, Jack. Thank you, sir. So this isn't to bash religion at all. Uh, it's just to show the how horribly uninformed people are in this country. And uh, not only do you not have to swear on the Bible to be sworn in in this country, of course, Keith Ellison, the first uh, Muslim elected to the House of Representatives, took his oath of office on a copy of the Koran that was once owned by Thomas Jefferson. And John Brennan, the current CIA director, uh, took his oath of office on, by, on a, putting his hand on the Constitution, as did Kristen Sinema, a congresswoman from Arizona and the sole member of Congress who declares herself as religiously unaffiliated. She swore, herself, uh, she swore her oath of office on the Constitution as well. And I just want to add that if you know, I were sworn into office, I would probably you know, put my hand on the Bible, although I may put my hand you know, on something just as important to me, a copy of Pet Sounds or Crush by OMD. Jenny Zagrino is a stand-up comedian, well, we've spoken to her before, and she has been touring the country, just got back from Europe, is back in America, and here now is our conversation with Jenny Zagrino. What's up? Nothing. So yeah, I'm not 
going to be House of Commons Thanksgiving. I'm going to be at Acme the 19th to the uh, the weekend of the, the weekend of the 19th to the 23rd, I think. Okay. Well, I, I just told my editor just emailed me right before I saw your email, and she goes, "Wait, I don't see her on the schedule." So I looked, and I'm like, "And then you got I got the email back from you, and I just wrote her back and said, "Well, she's there for Christmas, so I'll go ahead and just interview her now. So we'll get get it out of the way." Okay. All right. Super. Sure. Is, is it okay if you use the audio on the podcast like we, we did last couple times? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. How, cool. how long is it going to be? Oh, uh, I don't know. 15, 20 minutes tops. So you, you, okay, all right. Because I'm, I'm flying to London in a few hours. So oh, okay. Being, I'll be fine. I, oh. I won't be able to catch an Uber. Okay. How, how exciting. So what are you going to be doing in London? Uh, um, I am doing some shows at the um, London at, um, the Comedy Cafe um, and the Top Secret Comedy Club. And then I'm also doing um, uh, the stand in Edinburgh. Um, Edinburgh, and then I'm doing Prague and two dates in Israel. Oh, wow. So b- quite the world traveler we are. Yeah. It's yeah. like a vacation, but not really. Like, uh, I wanted to be vacation, but then as the comedian, he's always like, you've got to be working. Yeah, right? You never want to turn down work. Right. So I'm just like, all right, I guess I'm going to be doing some shows. Yeah. Funny story about so, Edinburgh real quick. Yeah. Uh, I always would think of this. People talk about Edinburgh. When I was in high school... Uh, we had one of the situations, well, it wasn't really the gym teacher was the teacher, but this guy just kind of got the gig because his parents were rich and he, you know, just, uh, but anyway, he was our world affairs teacher and he had a list of, uh, terms for each country we studied and he's going down the list of this and he goes, Edinburgh, that's the capital of Scotland. And I raise my hand sheepishly and go, um, uh, it, it's Edinburgh. And he looks at me and laughs and the whole class laughs at me like I'm an idiot. I'm like, uh, go no, it's we're gonna pronounce it the English way, and I'm like, uh, that is the English way. It's Edinburgh, and people thought I was insane, <laughs> and I'm like, never mind. Yeah, and I'm like, what? I think it's actually it's Edinburgh, Edinburgh. I think you are correct. Yes, my uh, Edinburgh. A, a buddy of mine is from up north of there, halfway between Glasgow and Edinburgh, and his favorite football team. I think I think they play in Glasgow. I can never remember. It's Celtic for anyone. Anyone out there caring about, cares about the <laughs> Scottish Premier League? Uh, my friend's favorite team is Celtic, and uh, so yeah, that's how I know a lot about Edinburgh and, and Scotland and all that. So, have you you've been before? I wonder I why. Yes, I have. I have been to Scotland before, long time ago when I was studying abroad. Okay. Um, but I've been to London a few times since then, so, and I'm just, I'm like really excited to go back. I was supposed to be there actually on Monday, but I had. The NASA National Association Campus Activity stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. I know this is all very this is all very interesting. Yeah, no, no, we, it's all extremely interesting. No, so you were going to say you wonder why we were talking about Scotland and then I cut you off. Oh, why we call the Boston Celtic? But isn't it Celtic? It's Celtic, right? It it is, but the the um the Scottish football team is pronounced Celtic. So I guess it just depends. Okay. I guess one of those things where it's acceptable either way. Yeah. It's Celtic music, yeah. but it's Boston Words, Celtic. Right? I guess if you're a sports team, it's Celtic. If you're if you're a singer or dancer, it's Celtic. Maybe that's the dividing line that they decided on. <laughs> uh, so what else have you been up to? I heard you on Jackie Cation's podcast, but that might have been a while back because I'm so far behind on listening to other people's podcasts that uh, <laughs> that might have yeah, even been I last year. Yeah, I did the for it. It was really fun. Yeah. We talked about historical clothing in Hamilton. That's right. Yes, uh, yes. Which okay. I just saw a few weeks ago. In New York. Cool. Pretty dope. Yeah. And... Um, yeah, I took my, my little sister. I took my 10-year-old little sister to Hamilton. Oh, nice. Because I am the best sister there you, ever. There you go. 
So, but people love their Hamilton. Oh, I love Hamilton. I love it so much. Yeah, I got to revisit. I uh, mean, I listened on Spotify, but it, it it didn't take, and all my friends are crazy about it. And I like I like shows, so it's not that. It's not like I'm not a mu- uh, a, a person who doesn't like musicals, but um, and I love history. And even though I know it's not particularly necessarily a history thing per se, but um, it was inspired by a historical book. Uh, but yeah, I got off the revisit. Yeah, it's, it's great. Um, but let me think. I mean, right now it's like it's dead time, but um, in September my Comedy Central Half Hour came out. Oh, okay. I'll have to go back and watch that on the app. We don't have cable, but um, a lot of the stuff you can actually watch on the, if you have the app and you're with AT&T or something, you can still yeah. stream stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I'll have to do that because I always forget that that's a, that's a loophole in the system. Yeah, I actually haven't watched it fully yet. <laughs> Um, so the day it premiered, I was out of town doing a, doing, um, a club, and um, we just went to this bar in the middle of nowhere, and they wouldn't turn the sound on for me. Like, they put it to the channel, but they wouldn't put the sound on. So I just watched myself in silence and ate a pizza. <laughs> well, can you watch yourself and listen to yourself? Because most people have a hard time with that. Not anymore. I, you know... No, I can't. I can't actually, like, look at myself, watch it, and be constructive in any way because I'm caught up on everything visual. So so I usually just do audio recordings. If I'm, like, working on a set, I'll do audio rather than video um, because I know my brain, and my brain only wants to focus on, like, Oh, my shirt's doing a weird thing. Or my <laughs> hair looks like that, or my chin looks a certain way. So I just, I just, you know, but, don't but, even go down that route anymore. Yeah, but and but even with voice for me, it, it's tough because I have to when I go back and edit this and and cut it together, it's just torture, and I have to listen to you know like my voice back and you know know where to cut off the parts <laughs> where I stop talking and stuff. This is I used to do a joke in my open mic thing where I would. Uh, take a tape recorder up with me and record my set for real to, you know, like you're supposed to do. And I would explain to the audience, uh-huh. I'd say, um, I'm bringing up this tape recorder. I'm going to record the set. If you guys don't mind. So I want to see where you guys laugh and, and where you don't. And it'll probably take me a couple of days to work up the nerve to listen to it because I hate the sound of my own voice. And you folks are probably all the same. You hate the sound of my voice. So, <laughs> yeah. Dumb. I think uh, your voice is great. I yeah. think it sounds beautiful. Uh, well, yeah, most people but, do. Yeah. Like it, it does take me a few days to listen back just cause I'm like too nervous. Yeah, and then really, I don't know why. And, and and the thing is, when I would go back and listen to my stand-up, I'm like, well, I should be more focused on where people are actually laughing, not actually what my voice sounds like. So that's the other difficult thing. And then of course, you know, doing a, a podcast, it's the, you know, you don't know what the reaction is to people until you read the comments uh, somewhere. Which you chose this life. It, I did. Exactly. You chose this is, it. This is the path I went down. But um, yep. I, but like stand-up, you know, it's there's no bosses, there's no gatekeeper. It's you know whatever I want to put on, I put on. So. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Yeah. Not So when I was curious because I was just uh, like I said, I was just talking to Sam Morell and we were talking about doing when you do late night sets. Some some shows help you pick out jokes out of your set, and others are like, well, whatever, whatever you think is best and stuff like that. And when when you're doing yeah. when you're doing the Comedy Central ones, do they do a lot of that? Because I think I heard Pardo talk about it once a long, long time ago, where they used to have be more controlling, and then they kind of got less controlling and trusted the comedians. Or I'm, none of this uh, may be accurate. I, I don't know. You know, they, I think they were kind of like, do whatever you want. But I ran into some trouble with my set because of the Kevin Hart 
um, Laugh Out Loud Network, like some of those jokes overlap. Oh. And which kind of screwed me, and I'm not happy about it kind of way, but um, so yeah, so like the day I got there, I like I got in a day early to the New Orleans where we shot to be like, I'm going to relax and just enjoy myself. And I got a phone call. They're like, oh, you can't do like a solid eight minutes of your material. So I had to come up with your joke. Oh, my gosh. And like find old ones to fit. But then they were like, just do everything. So I just did everything. So I did about 35 minutes probably total. And, that rem- and then they cut it down to 21. Right. That's what part of his complaint was. They cut his set down, and then they they actually cut off a tag to one of his jokes that completed the whole thing. And he's like, wait, the, the tag's missing, and now the whole thing's screwed up. So that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. That, that'll happen. I mean, so that's the thing is I haven't actually listened to what's in my half-hour set. Uh, but those are nice, though, because, you know, I, I, the, the five-minute sets that they post, especially Conan posts on YouTube, are great, although they're not really... As in, a lot of people say it's not really indicative because in that format, it's unless you're Gary Goldman and going up there and taking a chance and doing one of your stories, uh, it's you know you got to go up there and be jokey joke, you know, set a punchline, set a punchline, just you know for everyone's own good, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what kind of things are you talking about on stage these days? Um, I've actually been focusing on writing a lot more. Um. I've been talking a little bit more about um, more stories about things that have happened. I've been trying to get political, but it just makes me sad every time. Right. It's just like, you know, you you write one thing and then it changes because um, either you haven't, you know, your president's an idiot or um, some new, like, allegation comes out and you're like, I, I, I you know, it's, it's a really hard time trying to be funny. Yeah, it is and it isn't. It's like, and I know on social media and stuff, I've gotten way less political. And if I have anything, you know, political to say, I'll, I'll use the little dumb bit in the middle of the podcast here to do it. And that pretty much gets it out of my system. Because then I'm like you, I'm like, after that, it just gets, if you think about it too much, it's just depressing. It's unbelievable. We have a, a TV star as, you know, having a movie star back in the 80s, okay, fine. But at least he'd been in politics for a while. You know? Yeah. Having a TV star it, 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 with no experience, it's, yeah, th- this will work. Yeah, it, it was, you know, it's just like everything, I feel like everything that I could say has been said. Yes. So I'm, I'm not saying anything new. We all know he's an idiot. We all know that, we all know that, you know, the country's like a burning trash fire right now. Uh <laughs> So I don't know what else to say, except that I have to, like, you know. And yet, let me tell you about a really bad dating story. Oh. You know, it's just, it, yeah. it's just so, sometimes it just feels so bleak that I'm like, I don't want to put people through hearing about this more. Yeah, that's true. You and, know, because yeah. I, like, I, I do like to be more positive in my stand-up, but I like to have a positive takeaway, and it's really hard to see positivity what's going on in the world when you want to try to do jokes that are relevant but aren't just like you know that aren't the human experience but yeah what's going on with us today yeah and and if you have a bad dating story people won't i mean people might feel badly for you but it doesn't impact them like but if you do a story about how dumb the president is you're like oh geez that's right it's true and we have to wake up tomorrow and deal with it some more um, do you think the folks in, in Britain are going to be want to hear a lot about it, though, coming from an American? Do you have any a gauge on um, that? I'm, you know what? 
I'm kind of bummed out I don't have, like, a day um, to, like, kind of hear what they're saying and kind of see what it's like from their perspective. So I'll come out there and be like, hey, I'm American. Uh, sorry, everybody. <laughs> like, which I'm sure tons of American comedians have done already. So I, I, I'm not, I'm going to stay away a little bit from politics. Just, and also England's going to do some shit right now with Brexit. Like, True. I, I don't even know how to cover that. You yeah. know, like, they're going through their own whole mess right now. Yeah, that, that's true. I listen to a lot of um, Radio 1, uh, which is the, the pop music station over there. But, uh, yeah, they don't really talk about uh, a lot of stuff like that. I used to listen to the news quiz on Radio 4, which I recommended. And that, that's a pretty good read on what uh, the big stories are. But I haven't listened to it in a while because I'm just so backed up on other podcasts. I should probably yeah. take a listen to that and, and, and maybe see because they used to mention American politics. I'd say maybe like 15% of the news quiz involved North America, either Canada or the U.S., but most of it, they would stick to stories that are, were big news in, in Britain and maybe over in the, in the continent, as they say, because, of course, the British aren't Europeans. Well, some of them don't feel that yeah. they're Europeans. Some of them do. Some of them don't. But, um, yeah. Yeah. So uh, do you have any other projects uh, planned, or are you just going to go out and enjoy your travels? Just, um, I'm just I'm working on trying to get some stuff made, like um, digital and TV and working on that mostly because I really would like, I'd like to get off the road and, um, you know, kind of focus on myself and making something really creative that I can be proud of. Um, not that stand up isn't something I'm proud of, but the road, like the road isn't, you know, you're only on stage for like 45 minutes, but 10 hours is just dedicated to travel road all that stuff, and it can be exhausting. So I would like to get off the road and just kind of be able to build a new hour. So yeah. I'm going to work on that in probably the next year. That's cool. Yeah, for some people, uh, yeah, the, the travel is just exasperating and exhausting. And someone I was Brutal. talking to, yeah, they were saying that, you know, not only that, might have might have been Jake Johansson was saying, you know, just getting through the airport is an ordeal. You know, that's just a full-time job in itself, just getting from place to place. Yeah. Yeah, and, it's, and then and then all your jokes become about the airport or the hotel. True. Yeah, I mean, so you're not, I'm like I'm I'm I feel like a lot of comics stay in the hotels. I really try to go out and experience the city and go to museums and do that. But I've noticed like as I've been doing it longer, I do just want to stay in the hotels because you're just like tired. You don't want to move. Yeah. Sometimes these clubs are thirty minutes outside of the city, like um. The um, Funny Bone in uh, Cincinnati is 25 oh, yeah. minutes outside of Cincinnati. That's what I was going to tell you about. I, I reused your last, uh, the one thing we did for City Pages. I recycled it for um, City Beat, and hopefully my editors aren't listening. Well, technically I'm allowed to do that if I wait like six months or something like that. But um, uh, <laughs> you um, worked with a friend of the show, Kelly Collette. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was very exciting to see. Yeah. Yeah. She, she's that terrific. was really fun. Yeah. I love Kelly. She's great. She is. Um. So yeah, so that was nice to see her. So it's like good if you have friends in that city. So she was able to like give us a ride places. Oh, but yeah. it's like if not, we would be totally, you know, I'd be totally like uh, just stranded at a mall. That's where yeah, where that room is. Although weirdly, here's a funny story. 
for our 25th uh, anniversary, we, my wife and I just wanted to stay somewhere that wasn't our house. We stayed at the hotel there at, at that center. And, oh, really? Yeah, and we just, because it was, it's a nice hotel. And we just wanted to goof off and not, you know, go, go to a nice, uh, we weren't planning on going to dinner, but her cousin gave us a $25 gift card for the Cheesecake Factory that's right there. So we were like, hey, well, why not? It is on the house. <laughs> So we just did that. And just, it is a nice hotel. Yeah. Yeah. We, well, we just goofed off and enjoyed each other's company. And then the next day was our actual anniversary. So we were both you off from work. You guys did it. Is that yeah. what you did? Is that you, what you mean? What's that? You guys did it? I'd, I'd, I'd rather not say. <laughs> we enjoyed each other's company. Yes. Well, I mean, overall, <laughs> we went shopping and we... Yeah, we, I mean, I, I enjoyed... We went to the casino. and. Night, you know what I mean? Hey. All right. That, well, good, well, good for you. <laughs> It, fortunately, fortunately, my wife never listens to this podcast, so she'll none of this. <laughs> In fact, she's she's baffled. Good for her. She, she doesn't she, enjoy your company that much. No, no, not at all. Yeah, just hanging around with me is is enough for her. She's she's baffled that uh, that we're up to seven thousand listeners a week now, almost. Um, oh my gosh! And that was uh, yeah, and she's she's convinced there's a a, a page somewhere where they're making fun of it uh, of the podcast. <laughs> There's, there's got to be a PF, a PF Sucks page somewhere. And without missing a beat... There, my, there, that's so Midwestern of her to think that. It like is. Like that other shoe drop mentality. Right. And, and without like, missing... don't get too happy. Exactly. And without missing a beat, my youngest says, Mom's going to find my webpage. So that was... <laughs> <laughs> because my, my girls are hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, which is good to see. And I always, t- I always encourage them to, you know, that, that be confident in, in their hero. Like, when you were growing up, I mean, I think we had this discussion before. I always ask folks if, you know, when I first talked to them, were, were you the funny person growing up or did people have to tell you you were funny? Yeah. And I can't remember what your I answer was. Funny. I was always funny. <laughs> okay. And so, but, and, but and you were probably confident in that, in that humor. Uh, I mean, that was the only thing I was really confident in. Okay. Was that I was yeah. funny. There was nothing else that was confident about me. Yeah. Um, so I was confident in that, and um, and uh, you know I I was lucky. I had a really good family. Um, they were divorced, but I still had like very like independent, strong mother. My dad was really supportive and was like, "You can do whatever you want." Yeah. Um, even though when I started doing comedy full time, he's like, "Well, maybe you should get into sales." Are you about that? <laughs> be a really great saleswoman, Jenny. I can see it. But I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah, real estate, exactly what I want to do. Yeah. Um, I think it wasn't until I got Conan that he stopped. He was like, okay, oh, wow. you're doing it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, my girls are hilarious, and I try to encourage them in that direction all the time. In fact, um, my uh, oldest is is now friends with Kelly because uh, my oldest goes to the same college that Kelly went to. And um, yeah. I was thinking of joining a sorority, and Kelly was in a sorority, so they and now they're they're buds, and and I think they're a lot alike in a way too. So I could, I could see a lot of uh, you know uh, Hannah kind of the same things uh, in in Kelly. So I think I'm hope I wouldn't be upset if if either of my girls tried stand up, but we'll see. Uh, that's really nice. I think my dad wanted to be an actor. I think that was like a big thing he wanted. Oh yeah, and. Uh, you know, it didn't pan out. I think a lot of, I was told by one of my film teachers that a lot of lawyers want to be actors secretly. Oh, yeah, I can see that, yeah. Yeah, so if you ever need money for your film, like, ask a lawyer and then tell them to give them a part in your movie. Oh, there you go. Oh, that's clever. Right? That's yeah. a really great way to uh, get people to invest. 
That is, man, awesome. Uh, uh, producing tips from, from Jenny Z. There you go. Sorted. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, guys, just, uh, just get some uh, rich lawyer to pay for it. There you go. All right. Well, that's that. We'll have to use that. We'll pass. We'll pass that along to the audience. Well, I'm going to let you go catch your plane because I know you're probably uh, need to get to the airport as we were discussing our, our airport woes. Uh, so you probably, for an international flight, you probably want to get there early. So um, well, okay, I'm glad yeah, you got this also, knocked out for Christmas. Week. I, I treated myself because I had all I had like so many miles from this year of touring that I got a first class ticket. Oh, there you go. Woo! That's the that's the time Who's to use it. Sleep in 180 degree long bed. The green <laughs> All right, Jenny. We're well, gonna enjoy be your flight then. <laughs> that, not too oh, much. This, this flight's gonna be better than my apartment. I'm so excited. <laughs> okay, not too many cocktails. Want to? Oh, I'm only drinking. Are you kidding me? I'm gonna get drunk. Oh, I don't. I can drink on a plane though. I'm I've drunk tried. now. There you go. <laughs> okay. Well, enjoy right, the flight. Great talking to you. Oh, great talking to you as always um, yeah have fun in Britain I'm very jealous you're going there but uh, have fun and and, uh, and knock them dead thank you thanks Jenny bye Thanks again to Jenny Zagrino for being on the show. Jenny's at the Acme Comedy Company in Minneapolis this week, and she's there through the 23rd, of course. And then she's at Sons Co- uh, Cobb's Comedy Club, I'm sorry, in San Francisco uh, on Sunday, December 31st, uh, for a big New Year's Eve show, presumably. And then 2018 dates TBD. Now, our song of the week uh, comes from LCD Sound System. Forgot these guys had a new album out. They, uh, been around for a while, took a break in 2011, said they were playing their last show ever that year. Uh, turned out to be true for a little while, but then they uh, reformed, released a new album this year. The album is called American Dream, and uh, the song I decided to play off of it isn't really one of the singles. Uh, the singles are called The Police Tonight and Pulse, but uh, a friend of mine was playing uh, the new album, and the first track really uh, caught me. It doesn't really sound... Well, it doesn't. It doesn't sound like LCD Sound System. See what you think. Uh, but the, the, the first track here put me kind of in the mind of Echo and the Bunnymen a little bit. Uh, mixed with the old LCD sound system. You'll see what I mean. Anyway, uh, the track is called uh, Oh Yeah, and or I'm sorry, it's called Oh Baby. It is the uh, lead track from the album American Dream. It is our song of the week on PF's tape recorder. So long, and thanks for listening. <laughs>